trolls are real and they exist in Norway. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. Hello everyone. This is spoilers. Who do we got here with us? Can can we go around and introduce ourselves? And I was thinking as an opening question. Have you guys had any tasty beers lately? Pappy, go ahead. Yep, this is Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado. And I like to uh, always drink local, support a local company. So the last beer, last tasty beer that I had was a nice tall Coors Light. (laughs) (laughs) Support local. Pappy drinks America. (laughs) They're blue as the mountains. Go ahead. trolls. Ooh, lots of mountains in this movie, too. Stevie, go ahead. Uh, this is Stevie, and uh, see, last tasty brew I had was uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, by Sun King. It's called Sunlight, or maybe it's just a Sun King beer. I don't know. It's from Indianapolis, and it was really good. Cool. Uh, I'm Mikey. I'm recording from Elkhart. Uh, last beer I had, I went to Yakida this weekend and had one of their brews. Uh, I enjoy that bar a lot. For any listeners at home want to stalk Mikey, you can find him at Yakida in <laughs> Mishawaka, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and ruin a bar that I don't frequently go How to. How dare you uh, say bad things about Ed Sheeran? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this bar... Come in, come in and yell at me for my takes on Game of Thrones. This bar is going to get <laughs> flooded with tourists now. Good God. <laughs> uh, this is Josh. I'm in Goshen, Indiana. And um, actually, my brother-in-law just handed me a nice frosty glass of what he says is the best Indiana beer. It's called Eric Blood Axe. And I just thought maybe since this is radio, I would take my first sip ever of Eric Blood Axe right now. Do you guys mind? Drink sounds his blood, radio. Okay. taste his flesh. And Eric Bloodax sounds very like trollish. So I'm gonna okay. Here it go. Here it goes. <sighs> kind of strong, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's speaking go. of drinking blood, Pash out blackout passion of the Christ coming soon. <laughs> Not that soon. Not that soon. Sooner than you think. <laughs> so. Let's talk about Troll Hunter now because I listened to a podcast today. Um, I I went on a bike ride and I I put on another podcast like I usually do when I'm hosting of another podcast that talks about the same movie. And I rode five. Was mi- it that podcast? No, no. This one's called The Next Reel. Not that I want to call them out, but. Uh, Honestly, fuck the next reel because I rode. Oh yes, fi- podcast B. Yeah. More enemies. <laughs> I rode five miles, got back to my house, and they hadn't started talking about Troll Hunter yet. And so I don't want to make that what our pod is. So do you guys mind if we dive in like right now? Let's do it. Let's That's do our it. mission statement from the beginning. <laughs> All right. So this is a found footage movie. Do you guys like found footage movies like this? I do when they're original. We've I done think. two before, right, Stevie? What's that? We've done two before, right? We did the Blair Witch, and what else did we do? Cloverfield. Oh yeah, and definitely like Cloverfield a lot. Uh, yeah, I like found footage movies quite a bit, actually. What about you, Pat? I agree. Oh, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. 
Uh, I was just going to say I agree if they're done well. And I think this one was done well. Bad. See, I generally dis- dislike them, but what do you, what's a sign of a good found footage movie? Stevie, what do you look for? Um, I usually have to go to the theater to see them because watching them at home usually doesn't have the same effect. But I got the largest screen I could at a solid 60 inches for this one. But um, usually uh, some humor thrown in. Um, try not like try pretty much not trying to be like the other ones before I like, Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch Project. Um, Cloverfield was cool for the fact that they threw a giant monster on a found footage movie. Which did this Troll Hunter come out in the same uh, maybe a year or two after Cloverfield? Oh. What was Cloverfield? Two thousand eight. Uh, Google Google two thousand eight. Yeah, good guess. Okay, this was 2010, and um, I just like it when they can do really cool scenes with, like, I guess, throwing big CGI onto a found footage movie. I think what a good found footage movie can do is suck you in and almost trick your brain to think it's real every once in a while during the movie. Uh, Is that kind of what you're getting at, Pappy? Well, no, I think what a great found footage movie does is it makes you throw up in your seat due to shaky cam sickness. (laughs) Did this did this movie have moments like that for you? Uh, maybe a, maybe a couple, uh, but not not very bad. Not as bad as like Cloverfield or. They Blair got Lynch. around that though, because one of the characters was actually a cameraman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I liked how that was established. It was a better cameraman than like having TJ jokes all the time, Miller and like Cloverfield. So some of his best work. <laughs> I mean, they had the film crew built into this movie. Almost like maybe the office in a way. Did you guys notice that kind of like sideways glances towards the camera and like little inside <laughs> jokes every once in a while? We even started with like a couple of talking head interviews too. Like that definitely reminded me of the office. Yeah. And those are kind of mixed through throughout the film a little bit as they want to kind of dump knowledge on you. One that I'm reminded of is they visit uh, a woman, a woman scientist in a lab and she kind of gives them the quick lowdown of like what light does <laughs> to to a troll's body stevie do you remember when she explained like why they well how do, how does a troll react to light stevie they have a vitamin d deficiency right their, their bodies can't like <laughs> that's their only problem that's like the, yeah i mean they either turn to stone or uh their stuff their intestines really just can't handle it and they explode violently I thought that was a pretty cool twist that this added. Like, they turned to stone. If they would have been doing all that all, like the whole movie, maybe a little boring. But the fact, like the second troll just like explodes like a water balloon. <laughs> that was one of the more comedic parts of the movie too. I liked how they played with the troll mythology because that's kind of like from Lord of the Rings. I'm turning to stone. Like, there's one part where they're like hiding a bunch of shit under a bridge. Like, so you have to pay the troll toll to get over or something. But <laughs> yeah, and the whole yeah. motif about how, and this play is a big part in the movie, but a troll can smell a Christian man. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a part of a fairy tale? I've never heard that before. I think that's part of the troll mythology. But Is troll mythology big over, like in that part of uh, the world? It originated there. Uh, Did not know that. Fun fact. I think like the, man, just like the 
ruralness of those northern countries lends itself to big wilderness, mysterious kind of folklore. And that's what you see a lot from that area. I mean, Pappy, you're the most well-traveled here. You know anything about Scandinavian lore? I've never been to Scandinavia, but like this movie did a good job of making me want to go as soon as I possibly fucking can. Like, do you think Norway's gorgeous. Do you think Norway's tourism agency put any money into this film? <laughs> <laughs> Very possible. The yeah, security I mean, service yeah. back this movie. What'd you say, Mike? The, this movie was uh, backed by the Troll Security Service of Norway. <laughs> <laughs> the TSS, if you will. Um, starting at the beginning of this movie, um, we meet three, quote, college students. They look like they're about the age of the It's Always Sunny cast, but apparently they're teenagers, <laughs> says the opening and closing scroll. But... <laughs> Uh, we meet these college students, and they want to make a video about what, Pappy? Uh, they want to make a video about bear hunting, dead bears. Yeah. They, some sort of mystery going on. They think they're tracking a bear poacher who ends up being Hans, who is one of the main characters, the driving force of this film. And I found that to be one of the weaker parts of the film. And like when Hans resigns to let the students like follow him and film him i felt like it was kind of like a lazy explanation for that like maybe trolls like what does he say like maybe troll control needs another look like maybe i don't i don't know like what's that sentiment can you sum up that sentiment? i think he was just sick of doing everything by himself it, like them maybe making a video would inspire other people to do it as well I think he was just tired and frustrated with his job. Well, I'll buy that maybe just having them along would combat his loneliness, but like he knows that if like word gets out about trolls, they're going to have to kill all the trolls probably, right? The only way I was able to suspend my disbelief there, I was like, oh, it's the government of Norway. They don't really give two shits. Like if this was set in the United <laughs> States, I'd be like, yeah. he'd be shot before he even had a chance to like, Bringing its film crew. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like, if this was in the U.S., none of this would ever get out. Trolls would be top top secret information. That would never. And I get think out. that's kind of the found footage aspect of this film. Like, there's that character. I think his name is Finn, and you see him two or three times, but he's basically like the government contact. And at the end of the film, the crew tries to kind of run away from some people chasing them, and you get the strong suspicion it's Finn. And so, yeah, I mean, to suspend your disbelief, you got to believe that like Norway is just this huge sprawling thing where not everything's been explored and these like small communities of trolls can exist. And I thought, you know, maybe Hans letting them film him was weak, but then as they built this world of trolls and kind of sucked you into troll lore and like the different kinds and types of trolls, like, it was weirdly interesting, wasn't it? Like a troll with three heads. It felt almost like if it wasn't so low budget, it felt like almost like a universe building first movie where they're just like setting things up. They're not, they're like not answering just enough to keep you like intrigued as to what's happening, but they're also like feeding you spoonfuls of glimpses of the trolls and little factoids about the trolls from different people. Um, It makes you wanting more. That's for sure. 
Mikey, did anything catch you off guard about the trolls themselves and kind of the introduction to, wow, these trolls are real in this world? Uh, I didn't really expect them to go into like different species and subgroups of trolls and stuff like that. But like you said, uh, I think it added like another layer on top of like this world. Um, it also like kind of, it kind of played around with the narrative a little bit of having different trolls because and spoiler in the final boss or the final <laughs> troll that they fight. Uh, it reacts different to light and stuff. So they take that into account and stuff and how they're beating this troll and how they beat other trolls as well. I saw this movie for the first time, maybe like seven or eight years ago. And it was like someone stuck a blank burn DVD in and played it. And like that ending scene with that massive troll was like awesome. But I feel like, like you guys all watch it on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. Cause this movie is on Netflix. Like the poster slash like starting image you see when you choose this movie is like that freaking huge troll with the Jeep under it. Like just completely exposing the ending. Right. Was it the same troll? I thought it looked different than the one on the poster. I, I don't know. Who's who was this like their first time watching this? And if so, like did that, did that poster spoil it or anything for you? This was my first time watching this, and I noticed that right away. I thought the the uh, cover for this movie kind of ripped off the last scene, so I thought that was a little disappointing. Pat? So I was trying to look on Netflix right now to see if it was indeed the same troll. I mean, it didn't bother it for me on my first uh, viewing only because it sort of set up my expectations as to what the the budget and what the CGI trolls would look like so I wasn't like taken aback initially because it is a little dated but I think that there's enough creativity in it and uh, yeah it's definitely the same final boss troll as Mikey was referring to I think that's kind of disappointing I mean this is a show called spoilers but it's kind of disappointing that it, when you click on this movie on Netflix, you're immediately spoiling it for yourself. But, Pappy, you touched on the CGI. For a 2010 movie with a th- roughly $3 million budget, I gotta say, the CGI is pretty good. I mean, Stevie and I have spoiled some movies with bad CGI this year, like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and had some bad Calls. CGI. Yeah, Monster Calls was pretty rough, too. What I mean... I don't think I think that that those movies had maybe a higher quality if you look at like if you compare them to today's movies. But I think it's pretty solid. Like Josh said, I mean Stevie did this take you out of the movie like Beauty and the Beast or a monster. No, Beauty and the Beast definitely took me out of the movie. That's why I was really upset. They put so much money into it, but the CGI looked weak. Uh, The CGI actually drawed me into this movie because I was like kind of like Josh said, the CGI was pretty darn good for you know the budget thing they had. I think that maybe the handicam footage from like that they're shooting kind of adds to it because cameraman's not always like focusing perfectly and sometimes they're using like night vision so it's kind of like blurry and like a shitty looking image and I don't know something about like the way they maybe put the trolls in the environment 
and you know the the troll it's not like a a really scary troll movie with a bunch of jump scares but like there's something weirdly charming about the trolls and maybe even human about them maybe i'm stretching there a little bit but i don't know that did you guys appreciate maybe this like the character of the trolls that the cgi was able to portray somehow even in a lower budget movie like this I found him kind of endearing. Like, I kind of liked him, but I would be curious if, like, if someone from Norway would be like, no, that's, that's a gross thing. Like, maybe it's just because I've seen so many fucking Disney movies. I always think it's like, oh, it's got a heart deep down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think it's the, the creativity of each of the three different basic troll species that we see. And they're so distinct and cool is really what makes you forget a lot about the technology difference. Random question, but out of the three types of trolls that they showed, what do you guys think was the coolest? Maybe even four types. Let's see. And they showed four types of trolls. There's like the bridge troll, the troll of three heads, the cave troll, the and then the mo- big mountain troll. The Jontar. Let's just go around. Yeah, what what do you guys like the most, Stevie? Um, I think there's something endearing about all of them. I just I thought it was cool how I kind of had this anticipation when we f- first meet the three headed troll of what the troll would look like, and it was nothing like that three headed troll. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. the The cave uh, the bridge troll looked like a giant yeti, and he was probably the most terrifying out of all of them. That one did. And then I just that one did have kind of a jump scare because they show the bridge and it looks just dark yeah. and empty. And then he flips on the night vision and he just like it's right there, just chomping He's on right a goat. there. <laughs> yeah, and um, let's see the cave trolls. I thought were hilarious. That was probably one of the funnier parts of the movie, actually. And then just that uh, that troll at the end. He was so monster. It was just a wild ride and really uh, beautiful looking on film, actually. But what was your favorite yes, troll? Yes, Stevie did a good job of summing all the trolls up. Mikey, what was your favorite troll? Stevie's running for troll government. He's not pissing anyone off. He's a troll PC uh, hey, warrior. You know, I'm just trying to you know make sure all trolls know I respect them. Favorite troll was the uh, the the bridge troll. Mikey, uh, I like that last troll, the uh, huge troll. Uh, I thought that fight was pretty pretty fun to watch. Um, you don't really get to see too much stuff like that uh, where uh, it's like a handy cam footage type fight scene with a, a giant monster. So I think they pulled it off pretty well, uh, especially with the budget that they had. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. I liked how they managed to do that fight scene. I like the big mountain troll too. And it's like thinking back in this movie, that was the most memorable. But watching it again... I really like that first troll with the three heads and then how they kind of later call back to that and explain that those, the other heads besides the middle one are just like protrusion without eyes or brains just to like attract mates. I thought that was kind of a cool (laughs) touch. Pappy, what about you? Yeah, I'll I'll say my favorite troll was the three headed one, but I like when I got turned to stone and uh, Hans just like 
fucking cut its knee in half with like a sledgehammer and <laughs> crash down. You be- that was my favorite troll moment. You better wa- watch out, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give him no time to get out of the way and just knock this giant granite statue on top of everybody. That, like- it was especially jarring for me, too, because at that point I was like, do the trolls like turn back on once the moonlight comes out or something? It's like, nope, nope. they just fucking nope. smash him and blow him up and write <laughs> <laughs> him into troll dust and give him out of souvenirs. <laughs> there's one line it's in norwegian but he's like anybody want some gravel (laughs) (laughs) this movie had a couple really cool one-liners and i think stevie hit on one at the beginning where it's like the first point i I think this is actually the only clip that we can play because everything is norwegian in this but like everything is like kind of serious and maybe even a little boring and then all of a sudden hans just goes and and everybody around him is like did he just say troll pappy you like there was another scene too that was in broken english right when they're delivering the bears ah yeah true we could play a clip of that right now i guess why does finn buy the bears in poland we ask not we do why problem make when you no problem have you don't want to make? It's just hilarious too because they're like talking to each other in like bad English. And it's like the common ground that they share. Yeah, th- so that was a Polish guy and a Norwegian guy and their common language that they share is like both of their secondary languages are English. <laughs> that kind of leads me into my next point I wanted to get to because I think this movie does a really good job of just immersing you in Norway as a Midwestern American. You just don't get much exposure. And then also just, even though a lot of it was kind of shaky cam from inside a vehicle, like just the stunning beauty of Norway. Oh, I didn't know that was like a a cue. I thought we were like (laughs) rolling a clip of the stunning beauty of Norway. Uh, Silence and like birds flapping. (laughs) Yeah, I was just taking it on in. That was pretty stunning. But I almost could have used more. Like, I think that they could have even truncated the uh, shaky cam running away even a tiny bit and then given us just more, like, establishing shots. Like, even though it's found footage, the dude could just be, like, up with a tripod, like, filming the camp, and they, like, just look up and wave at him. That's all you got to do. I think they did a pretty good job stevie like they did a good job i said i could have i could have even used more that's how awesome it was i didn't mean to like put it down but i thought it was good world building because i think this is one of the few countries where you're kind of just like yeah trolls could live here you know you have sprawling (laughs) mountains tons of green (laughs) foggy mist in the morning it's raining all the time i mean i thought it was just good world building showing the uh showing the establishing shots and then act two is kind of like this journey of discovering what trolls are and to bridge to the ending they have to go find like kind of the source of all the trouble and it's this just ginormous troll with rabies that's been harassing all the other trolls Um, (laughs) one part of the movie that i thought took me out of it a little bit was over and over again like especially with this massive troll how 
how does no one know about trolls and like that scene where it's like the electricity grid is actually like an electric fence for the trolls like that seemed a little forced <laughs> i thought right it's just in a big circle and they're like don't you think there's anything weird about that and he's like no it's it's a circle it's a circle <laughs> just following your orders just doing stormtrooper <laughs> things I think there's one scene where Hans is like inspecting some trees or something that was knocked down and he's, he says, Oh, there was probably three or four trolls that ran through here. And then he later says, I don't know how anybody didn't see three or four fucking <laughs> trolls run through here. Earlier yeah, that's that almost day. like a wink to the audience, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I took it as like, just maybe there's something a little bit. What that guy say? It was a tornado. Yeah. He's like, did you see the tornado? tornado. He's like, nope, but I know it was that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's, again, you have to just suspend your disbelief that Norwegians are, I don't want to say dumb, but just kind of like laid back and don't really care because like the bear's foot are going the wrong direction when they're making the tracks. (laughs) Like one foot's facing one way, one foot's facing the other way. (laughs) Nothing to see here. Move along. (laughs) After he runs them over driving through there. After he runs over the tracks? Yeah, that's what I thought he did. He's, he he got in his car ran and him ran over, over oh, the so nobody. Call out. I, nobody I didn't notice see. that. Hmm. This monster troll has spread the rabies to like other troll communities, and also in turn spread it to what I would say is our main character. He's one of the college students, Tomas. So Tomas has rabies, and I was told really recently that once a human exhibits any signs of rabies. There's no cure for it. So do you guys take him as a just basically a walking dead when he's when that like came out? I think Wait, that, there's there's no cure for rabies? No, see, there, there wasn't a no. cure until uh season four episode or season five episode two of The Office <laughs> when Michael Scott has his fun run for the rabies cure. <laughs> 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 and that's what uh solved it. I thought you were going to say, like, Samuel Tarley was going to have to, like, shave the rabies off him painfully, oh. like in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I thought something more was going to happen with Tomas. I thought Hans was being kind of shady throughout the whole thing, not telling him what was wrong with him. Uh, I thought he was kind of using him as bait until he found out that he had rabies and just kind of, that was kind of the end of it, was after he found out that he had rabies, it wasn't really brought up again. I was hoping he was going to turn into a troll or something. Just start getting hairier and larger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was expecting something weird to go on. But like Hans is kind of the protagonist as he's like, pro- they mention him as he's like a Norwegian hero a few times in the movie. But like, really, he didn't seem to give a fuck about any anybody. He's just working for that government paycheck the norwegian government paycheck <laughs> i was gonna say he, he wanted to fuck the vet he gave a fuck about her yeah <laughs> here's one of the last things in my notes i i have it it's just three words it says hans is anakin broody and pessimistic and depressive and dismissive of all life seemingly and then he has this <laughs> monologue uh kind of towards the end of the movie where he's like the government sent me on a special mission. I had to kill all of them, even the women and the children. And it was like exactly Anakin's plight from Star Wars when he kills all the <laughs> sand people. Did you guys catch that? I didn't catch that, but 
Doesn't he just like after he kills that last troll? Doesn't he just kind of walk off into the mountains? He's done. <laughs> Is that supposed to be like a suicide thing, or he's just gonna go live and then? Wilderness? Is that like Keanu Reeves at the end of Point Break when he realizes like Patrick Swayze was just committing suicide out there? Wait, is that Patrick Swayze? Swayze Express. Okay. But yeah, Pappy, like, did you catch that Star Wars reference? Yes or no? <laughs> I've only seen the new Point Break, so I don't know what you're talking about there. But, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't know. I Maybe it was a tip of the hat to our friend George Lucas. The king of CGI. No yeah. <laughs> Better CGI I didn't pick that up at all, Batman. Josh. That's a good... Good call out there. I didn't pick that up at all. Like, how much did Star Wars Phantom Menace cost? Like, like this movie did more with emotion and CGI than Phantom Menace. $115 million U.S. dollars, Josh. <laughs> so that's like 60 <laughs> times this movie's budget. <laughs> Pappy, what happened there? Like, why? Can you explain this in a Dude, nutshell? <laughs> I think that real life scenery really makes a difference. And like most people's favorite part, most people's favorite part from the Phantom Menace Mostly. is the pod race. And that, and that was shot in Tunisia, like on location. And they had all of this trouble and strife with it, but it looks decently okay. And that's what people like connect with. This movie didn't have to have all, like these people, this is these people's backyards. Like they just took a camera, went out there, filmed it first person. And it looks a thousand times better and, and more immersive. It's the real world. Mikey, what do you like better, Troll Hunter or Phantom Menace? <laughs> Excellent pivot. I, I mean, I don't like anything about Phantom Menace. I like making fun of Phantom Menace, <laughs> but I don't like Phantom Menace. Uh, I think Troll Hunter is a pretty solid movie. I didn't have any gripes with it as far as I'm concerned. I didn't find anything that took me out of it. Uh, but... I think it's a pretty well done movie for the budget, like we've said. Um, and I think they pull off a lot of things with that budget that a lot of other movies just can't do. Yeah, it's, speaking of that, like, do you guys think a foreign movie in subtitles in some ways kind of enhances the experience, yes. especially in a low budget where the acting actually may be not that incredible? I think it helps w when you have people who aren't probably actors. I wouldn't say, I mean, these people might be actors in Norway, but they're probably, they're definitely not Hollywood They wouldn't actors, make it so in I the States. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think it helps with the subtitles because it just kind of, I don't know, something about like the dialects. You don't know how it's coming off in that, type of dialect so you can't tell if it's like forced or wooden or just the subtitles makes it pretty clear subs over dubs all day <laughs> yes and before we get into like yes or no's like did anyone have anything from this movie that you thought was extraordinarily bad or like a detractor <sighs> this is pretty picky it could have been a scotch shorter. I think it's at like one one forty something. I think they should have capped it at like one twenty five, one thirty. I, I 
Maybe not. What do you guys think? Didn't feel long. Well, in the beginning of the movie, that scroll thing says we found like 238 minutes of uncut footage. So here's the best 90 (laughs) minutes. I was like, oh, okay, thank God. (laughs) Mikey, actually, you reminded me. I think the scrolls at the beginning and end of this movie were probably the worst part. I thought the oh no, no, I loved it. Really, like it, I loved as it. As comedy, thought, or I mean, isn't it kind of like in broken English? Isn't it a little like phrased a little, a little weird? Not it, not not even as comedy. I liked it. Like I, at the beginning, I'm like, okay, they're doing the old Fargo based on a true story. But then by the end, like it had taken me on such a fun ride, and then it's like giving me all these. Like it's still taking itself so seriously. I appreciated that. Like. Even though we just saw fantastical troll CGI's, it's like, yeah, but this is real though. This is real found footage. Like it's not. It takes itself seriously. How they never give up the act. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It being real. Stevie, what do you think about this? The scrolls in this movie versus a movie like Legend. I think they were making fun of uh, kind of the found footage movies, like because they were coming out rampant at this point in time. I think they were kind of poking fun at it. At the beginning of the movie, one of the scrolls is literally like. A researcher looked into these this footage to see if the footage was authentic, and then like five second pause, and, he, and then almost... and then the next scroll is like, it was found to be authentic. Five yeah, five awesome. more seconds. It's, <laughs> it's it's great. I mean, it wasn't as good as the legend scroll about unicorns, but it was fairly good. <laughs> Can we just toss to spoiler man now to get our plugs out of the way before we go to yes or no's? Let's do it. All right, spoiler man, take it away. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. And we're back. I think we can go into yes or no's here. Stevie, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, I'll give this movie a definite yes. It's one of my uh, favorite found footage movies we've done for sure. I I think this movie is really humorous, especially when um, they get a new camera person. And because none of them can be Christian... She kind of gives this worried look like I'm Muslim. They, like, they turn to Fra- uh, Hans, and he's like, to be quite honest, I'm not sure if they can smell that or not. Um, <laughs> this movie's uh, certainly comedic. It's not scary. It's just a really fun ride and worth checking out. Islamophobic. A tad. It was a different, it was a different year in 2010. A different, <laughs> different time. Yeah, we can get into all that. But um, this movie's a definite yes for me. And uh, for those who haven't seen it, Get on your Netflix because everyone in this world has Netflix and uh, watch it. Definitely worth it. I thought this movie uh, did a great job with the budget it had. We've been talking about the small budget. Uh, I thought it was a fun ride. I thought it was interesting how they gave uh, different species of trolls and kind of like the different uh, kind of traits they had in this world. Um I really thought it was interesting how this movie was anti-Christianity throughout the entire thing. Uh, I thought that was a bold move to kind of play off of that. Um, I didn't really find that it added much to the movie, but I guess trolls just hate Jesus. And I think that was the main point of Troll Hunter. Uh, It was kind of hard to find uh, the Christ-like figure in Troll Hunter because... Uh, Hans is clearly 
the Antichrist figure <laughs> in, in Troll Hunter. But uh, I'd give this movie a yes. Uh, it was fun. It's uh, it's not really a, qu- a quick watch, but uh, I thought it was entertaining throughout. Okay, Pep, you're next. What do you say, yes or no? Yeah, I mean, I agreed with everything that's been said so far. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, that looks so that troll hunter, but I really like this movie. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite found footage movie I've ever seen. Hard yes for me. Good pick, Josh. How hard? Uh, more than Vigo Mortensen can show on screen, that's for sure. Welcome to trivia. Great. Thanks, Stevie. This is trivia. Wow. It's kind of a big deal. We have bragging rights about it all week. We basically fight about it when we see each other. But anyway. All right, we'll go Mikey, Stevie, Pappy. Okay, first question. And this is troll trivia. Oh, oh Jesus. Mikey, what Norwegian folktale was referenced on the bridge scene in Troll Hunter? So this movie, this, this question is directly from this movie. Norwegian folktale? Yep. yep. Uh, I don't know. Can I steal it? Uh... Yeah, go ahead, Pap. I don't Rumpel, know. Rumpelstiltskin? Well, the order, yeah, the order is Mikey. You say you don't know, Stevie. You don't know, Pappy. Uh, let me give a guess. Okay. Um, well, no, I'd be before Stevie, wouldn't I? Yeah, you'd be before me, Pap. The three Billy Goats gruff. Yes, that is correct. Pappy's ahead, one point. Thanks, Grandma, for reading that to me. All right, <laughs> Pappy. So this is a question about troll dolls. What U.S. president has a famous picture with a troll doll? Uh, Reagan. Stevie. Jimmy Carter. Incorrect. Mikey, one last just stab at it. Is it Nixon? No, it's actually JFK. And believe it or not, this is actually pre-assassination. Okay, we can go to the next. I hope so. (laughs) Oh, oh. Okay. Okay, so. He got real into it after the assassination. Stevie, this is your question first. What were the original troll dolls made out of? What substance? Uh, Porcelain. Incorrect. Mikey. Plastic? Incorrect. Pappy, to take a commanding 2-0 lead. Wood? What is correct? Woohoo! Wow. Pappy, you're too good. Okay, Pap's up 2 0 0. Mikey, this is for you. We're just troll on the internet all day, boy. <laughs> Mikey, this is for you. What classically bad troll movie was actually about goblins in a town called Nilbog? Uh. I have no idea. Pep? I'm going to say 2016 Incorrect. Trolls. Incorrect. Oh. Pep. Stevie. <laughs> is, it the guy, is it from the guy who goes, oh my God! That movie? <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to give hints, but yes it is. <sighs> trolls 2? Yeah, well, Troll 2. I'm giving, Pep, I'm giving Stevie a full point Count for it, that. Yeah. Nicely Count. done, Stevie. Italian director. Awesome midnight movie. Okay, Pappy, this one's for you. You could take truly a nearly unsurmountable lead with this but let's do it skank hunk 42 is the online troll moniker for which south park character um 
Five O. Yeah, sorry, it's uh, the South Park PD <laughs> Officer Barbrady coming to my house right now. That's incorrect. I'm gonna. Is it no? No, it's Kyle's dad. Kyle's dad, we, Mr. Bravlosky. We need a first. Yeah, we right. need a first name. No, Mr. Bravlosky. Uh, Mikey, Stevie, you think we can give that to him? I'll give that to him. Mr. Bravlosky's yeah. right. Yeah, if we count. Yeah. Okay, his name's Gerald. All right, three one zero. There's still a slight chance. Stevie, you're up. Kid. What city? So this is all about trolls. This this trivia. What city was Donald Trump born in? Oh. Um, man, I, it's probably going to be obvious, but I guess in New York City. New York City is correct. Three to two to zero. Mikey, since you're mathematically eliminated, I'm going to go ahead and just eliminate you completely. Sorry, bud. Uh, all right. All right. So that was Pappy, a hard there's, click. There's two questions left. Pappy, if you get this one right, you win. Pappy, this trivia is all about trolls. How old in years is Donald Trump? 74. That's incorrect. Stevie? 70. That is also incorrect. He's 71 years old. Okay. No! Okay. One point each for a country. Name a country that borders Norway. There's three. Finland? You got that right. Name do I keep going? Or? Yes, yeah. you do. Uh, Sweden? Sweden is correct. Pappy? Stevie's mathematically eliminated. Denmark? Russia is the other country, actually. Ah. So, Pappy, what will your contribution be next week? Uh, so, I'm the 80s guy on the pod. I'm going to stick to that. But I'm also the only one ever to pick an animated movie on the pod. So, we're going to go 80s animation Go back to our friends in Japan, Studio Ghibli, uh, Castle in the Sky is our movie. Pappy, I are, go. are you in a hurry or something? Just fill us in. Yeah, I'm late for a meeting, so I've been trying to rush this along. This is like a- <laughs> I really <laughs> thought you were going to say Heavy Metal 2000. I was so excited. Oh, no, the man. meeting is open right now, and everyone's like, I can see them talking to me. So i got to go. Bye, Bye Pappy. <laughs> see ya. Spoilers just got Pappy fired from his job. I mean, what is it with him in 80s anime... <laughs> Like, it's so weird. Like, we get it. You like anime. You already picked one. Get over it. It's like, you weren't even alive in that decade, bro. No kidding, man. Let it go. Time bandits isn't good. (laughs) Other than that, I guess he's okay. Everyone, thanks for listening. Um, I guess that was it. This was Spoilers. Forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers, clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was spoilers. That was spoilers. Spoilers just got Pappy fired from his job.